Welcome to another episode of Modern Off-Grid DIY. If you've ever been curious on topics like living off the grid, completely off the grid, solar systems, renewable energy, or just need inspiration to think outside the box, you've come to the right place. This is Modern Off-Grid DIY. Hey everyone, uh, welcome back to another episode of Modern Off-Grid DIY. In today's episode, something a little interesting. So I recently was trying to flush out my radiator on my Skidster. Um, so I have heavy equipment and my Skidster um, was getting quite hot on the thermostat. Now I initially um, flushed the system out one time, meaning I opened up all the lines, drained all the fluids out, ran clean water through them, and a lot of rusty water came out the initial first time. And then uh, I went ahead and filled it back up with diesel um, antifreeze. So for those of you that don't know, um, there's a for diesel engines and for gas engines, there's a specific type of um, oil and um, um, antifreeze that you use and it has to be specific for diesel you can't just put regular stuff in there for like your car you cannot put that stuff in so uh, i went ahead and um, refilled it and i noticed that it was running a little little bit cooler but it was still getting very hot so then i uh, removed the radiator hoses and i drained everything out again and i had even more i still have seen a lot of rusty you know dirty water coming out from the radiator so I put a pressure washer on the where you remove the cap. I ended up putting a pressure washer in there in the hopes of creating enough pressure to maybe free it up a little bit. And it actually did work a little bit. Um, when I put the pressure washer on, it flushed it out okay. Let's put it that way. But it, it made it where I could actually run the equipment longer before it started to get too hot or overheat. So I kind of been dealing with that issue for a while now. So recently I had enough. I went and purchased a brand new radiator, had it shipped in to Hawaii. And unfortunately, after I spent a whole day of taking apart the Bobcat, my skid loader, my skidster, and removing the radiator and putting the new one in, they sent me the wrong radiator. They sent me one that was too small. So obviously I can't use that one. So um, that's actually getting returned as we speak. So now I'm stuck in a situation where I have the old one off and I do not have a replacement one yet. So then I started to think, okay, well, since I have the radiator completely removed, you know, from the machine, let me try some experiments because at this point the radiator is almost useless because it's so clogged up with rust. And so I'm thinking maybe I can try some alternatives to trying to unclog this radiator. So the first thing I tried was vinegar. So vinegar does work as a very light solution on rust. Very light, takes a long time. Um, but I said, hey, I'll give it a shot. So I put one gallon of um vinegar into the radiator and I let it sit for two days and then I went ahead and dumped it out and sure enough a lot of dirty rusty water came out but then I also did an experiment today I took two cups one cup filled with vinegar 
and the other cup filled with muriatic acid. And I put a rusty tool in one and I put another rusty tool in the other. They both had the exact same amount of rust because they were sitting right next to each other getting rusty. So um, they had roughly about the same amount of rust. So I, you know, put, a, it was a control test to see if the muriatic acid would do a way better job. And to my surprise, it was a immediate reaction. Immediate. Like it was pretty amazing. Let me tell you guys, today it was very surprising to see what, what it did. So in the cup that had vinegar, nothing happened. The color of the, the liquid didn't change. It just stayed the same and didn't do anything. But as soon as I put the muriatic acid into the cup with the rusty tool, like I said, immediately it had a reaction. As soon as I poured that clear muriatic acid liquid in, it instantly turned yellow and then it started turning brown. And then the color just getting darker and darker and darker. To where it was almost black. And you could actually see a reaction happening in the cup. Like the muriatic acid was completely eating. And like dissolving. And just really going at it. And in about 20 minutes. 20 to, 20, 20 to 30 minutes. I decided to pull the tool out of the solutions. So the one that came out of the vinegar looked the same as I put it in, so no difference. As soon as I pulled the tool out of the cup that had muriatic acid in, the metal was completely, and I mean completely cleaned back down to bare metal. No rust whatsoever. None. That was quite amazing. Because remember, the solution was so dark that I couldn't see what it looked like in the solution at that point. So when I removed it out of the solution, I was taken back at, at how, and surprised at how well that worked. Like, it was like magic. I'm telling you. It was an amazing feeling to be able to see that happen in such a short period of time. And the, and the tool that I put in there was very rusty. Very, very, very rusty. I mean, really bad. And for it, for me to pull it out and it looked like a clean piece of metal with absolutely no rust on that area, I was amazed. Absolutely amazed. So that was my control. I did a baseline control. So now that I knew that the muriatic acid would work for the rusty tool in such a very fast fashion, I decided to give it a shot on the radiator because at, the, at this point, the radiator is unusable right because it's too clogged up so i went ahead and poured um i dumped out the solution from the radiator rinsed it out with water and and then i went ahead and added one gallon of muriatic acid into the radiator and i let it sit for about 25 to 30 minutes about the exact same time it took to completely clean that rusty tool that i had that was the baseline right and i let it sit then I went ahead and, you know, emptied out the muriatic acid from the radiator. And there was a ton of rusty um, brown um, liquid coming out of there. It was pretty bad, the stuff that was coming out of that radiator. Then I put water, a water hose onto it, and I started flushing the, the system out because I wanted to remove all of the chemical that was in there. 
So I went ahead and let the water run. I put it into all the ports, you know, going in forward and reverse, trying to just make sure I get all of it out. I swished it around, uh, made sure I dumped everything out. And to my surprise, when I looked into the ports for the radiator, the, the, there's little fins. The, that's what they call the core, where water gets for, you know, has to be forced through these little fins. Before, they were completely clogged up. To my surprise, after 30 minutes and after using the muriatic acid and cleaning it out and flushing it out, all of the little fins or, or the core was no longer clogged up. It was, it was quite amazing to be able to see that. I wish I could have taken, taken a picture, but it's hard to you know get a camera in there to take a picture. But man, let me tell you, it was a beautiful sight to be able to see how clean that was able to get my radiator. So I put the water holes in one of the ports and I let it run to see the difference between the amount of water going in and the amount of water coming out of the other end. And to my surprise, it was the same amount. So roughly about the same amount of water that was going in was the same amount of water coming out now. That's a relief. So I went ahead and put the water holes onto another port and I wanted to make sure, you know, it's, it's flushed out as much as possible. So the moral of the story here is um, tomorrow, if I have some time, um, I'm actually going to reinstall the radiator because it's all flushed out. It's all cleaned out. I rinsed it up really well. I'm going to go ahead and reinstall it. I'm going to put the proper antifreeze for diesel engines back into it, hook it all back up, and I'm going to run my skidster, and I'm going to see if it gets hot again. I am very excited to try it because there is a major difference, like a night and day difference, when I looked at, when I look into that radiator now. It looks very clean. It's quite quite amazing to tell you the truth. So I'm very excited tomorrow. If I get I get enough time, I'm going to go install that and run the machine. And I am crossing my fingers that you know it's fixed, or at least it will prolong the um, the new purchase. Because I'll give you an idea of how much that that re, the replacement radiator is for that. For all said and done, shipped to me is over $600 for that radiator. Right. So you can see how kind of disappointed I was when they sent me the wrong one. But they are sending me a refund and the item is actually being shipped back. So if I'm able to install the old radiator with my experiment that fixed it, hopefully then I may be able to just run the original radiator, you know, and save myself 600 bucks. So sometimes thinking outside the box and trying an experiment on a small scale before you actually, you know, put it into use can, can be very valuable. And I learned a very valuable lesson today that if I have anything rusty, any rusty tools that need to be cleaned back down to bare metal, I'm using muriatic acid. It is a no-joke application. You put it in there, 30 minutes later, it is completely clean. There is no, no rust at all. That was just mind-blowing. I couldn't believe that. So yeah, um, I'm crossing my fingers that my machine will run nice and cool now. And even, here's an example, guys. Even if the radiator, the, the current one I have that, I put, that I'm going to put back into the machine, say it only lasts a couple more years, maybe two years, maybe five years, maybe six years, I'm fine with that because at this point, before I tried this experiment, 
I was going to throw the radiator away anyway. It was going to be in the trash bin, right? So if I'm able to get any extra time out of the current radiator, it is a win-win for me. And in the future, if that radiator completely fails and, you know, just gives me too much trouble, then obviously it will be time to cough up 600 bucks and go buy a new replacement radiator. But, um, you know, time will tell on how long it will last um, before it finally, um, you know, needs to be replaced. So uh, I'll give you guys an update on the podcast uh, once I know for sure after I install it and run the machine. Because um, I'll give you an example. Usually, if the machine was just idling, just idling, within about 15 minutes, 15 to 20 minutes of idling, you can actually see the temperature at the three-quarter mark on the gauge. So that was almost hot. And if I'm working the machine, she will actually peg out. She will actually get really hot. So if I install the radiator tomorrow and I run the machine and it stays cool, that is a win in my book. Absolutely win. So, if, you know, give it a shot, guys. If you guys got some old rusty tools or ru- anything rusty, um, the idea here is to submerge it you know, to submerge it into the liquid and just let it sit, right? And then once you're, you know, you're going to monitor it, you can pull it out and check it from time to time to see how far you want to go with the application and then rinse it off with water, clean it up to, you know, make sure you get the acid off of it and you should be good to go. You, you will be surprised. I promise you, you will. Now, um, one safety tip, um, muriatic acid is a acid. And it's very harmful, so you do not want to, you know, you don't want to get it on your skin. You don't want to inhale it. So, you know, make sure if you're going to be using this technique to clean some of your rusty tools or whatever it may be, do it outside because you're going to need ventilation for this. Absolutely, outdoor ventilation is going to be your your friend, let me tell you. Because there is a very stink, distinctive smell that comes off of it when you work with muriatic acid. And then make sure you wear gloves because that acid... um, it can it feels like it will burn you right and then you have to wash it off with water so use gloves and be careful of splashing it anywhere so muriatic acid was originally formulated and used for a brick cleaner for concrete cleaner um so that's what it was originally used for and more nowadays it's actually used for swimming pools it's used to control the pH in the swimming pool. So if the pH level is too high, you put some muriatic acid in it, and it'll drop the pH down to acceptable levels, right? And so that's what it's more commonly used for now. So just have some caution when working with muriatic acid because you don't want it to get in your eyes. You don't want to, you know, if while you're working with this stuff, try not to touch anything besides what you're doing. Don't rub your eyes. And when you're done, make sure you discard everything properly throw your gloves away or wash them properly, wash your hands, wash your face, even take a shower and you'll feel a lot better, I promise you. So anyway, guys, try the experiment out on a small scale and see the results and then, you know, give it a shot on maybe some bigger projects that you may have laying around. All right, guys, thanks for tuning in and I'll see you guys on the next one.